Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Happy Tuesday morning, Rickies. We are the Junks. We're coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, 9.10 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia, and Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, you just go to CropMetcalf.com. You can join their team today. I am Cakes. My Twitter handle is at Money Metal Cakes. I'm pretty sure I'll never call it X, even though it could be costing me followers. Could be the case. At Cakes Flops on Instagram. I'm joined by Jason Bishop. What's up? What's up, Cakesy? JP? Hello. Matt and Matt? Hello. What's up? Those are all of the principals that are here. Don't forget Mike Marr also here. <laughs> oh, Mikey Marr. As well. Forgot that is, about that Mike. is your crew leading you through a Tuesday morning. EB on the road following... Marist Lacrosse, who I believe has a midweek tilt at UMass, hmm. I think tomorrow. I yeah. saw you were busy this weekend at MGM National Harbor. I was, yes. How'd you fare? Uh, I didn't fare well. I didn't get, I didn't get the, the, uh, the bag to come back on day two for the opening event of the Potomac Winter Poker Open. Was that Saturday or Sunday? I played on Saturday. Or did Saturday. you play on Friday? Oh, hold on. Let me think. Let me, let me go back. I believe I played, I'm trying to remember, I played Saturday morning in hopes of coming back Sunday uh, for day two. I uh, couldn't make it, played for about six hours, got eliminated. That's, uh, that's the way it works sometimes. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes people play for 10 or 12 hours and get eliminated with no money. So that's <laughs> kind of just the way it is. It was such a cold weekend, though. Being inside was oh, probably yeah. the best play. It's fantastic. I finally got out yesterday. And it was kind of a last-minute thing. We didn't have plans, but me and my buddy went out and played some golf yesterday. And <clears throat> the sun was out. Mm-hmm. It was a nice day. So it was like, yeah, let's go out and sneak out there. But by the end, my hands were cold. And I, I'm not somebody that uses lotion on their hands. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a combination of things. cracking. Did a little bag work on the heavy bag boxing without gloves it was my my son and i went to lift weights over at uh, lifetime fitness and they have bags upstairs and he was like do you want to hit the bag and and usually if i don't have wraps or gloves i'll just hit it open hand but i hit a couple and my my knuckles are all dry it rubs the lotion banged up do you ever use your hands ever get super dry from the cold and Mm. this time of year a little, but I i mean, I would only use lotion very infrequently. No, my, my knuckles are like cracked. I've got like cuts in like two or three spots. And I, and this is just, this is a weird detail. I'm not a lotion guy when it comes to other <laughs> other pursuits. Neither am either. I. Don't need it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> unnecessary. It's just, uh, it's, it's a step that's, it's just an extra step. 
Yeah, it's just gratuitous. Yeah, you need the lotion. You got to hook. But the anyway, up. you were inside for yeah. six, seven Hang, hours. Did they have DJs. on a Saturday? Yeah. Did they have any concerts going that night at MGM National? Uh, or are you so? I don't believe so. In your poker box that you never know what's going Here's on. Here's the thing, JP. When they have breaks during the poker tournaments, yeah, everybody flees the poker room like uh, like like cockroaches in your guys' old place where you would turn the lights on in College Park because everybody has to go use the bathroom. Go do whatever for 15 minutes. And I tend to use the bathrooms downstairs by the theater. So I get to, when I come out of the bathroom, I see the acts that are coming to MGM in the next days, months, whatever it is. Mm. Biggest act that I, all of us know that I think was there this past weekend, Boys to Men. Oh. <laughs> Boys to Men, you know, I'm sure. Just That's a big one. Make the trip down from Philly or wherever they live. I know they're from Philly. Yeah. Come and perform at MGM. And I'm sure it's packed to the rafters when they come. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that happened the day of, but it was like the day after. The I haven't tournament. seen a show at MGM National Harbor for several months, but mm-hmm. I always have a great time seeing shows there. Also at Capital One, I've seen. I just I'm not that familiar with his comedy. I've seen that Nate Bergazzi is yeah. doing Capital One. He's huge now. God, that, when you're doing the Capital One as a comedian, That's, you are just raking in the it's dough. About the biggest room you can do. What's, like, are you that familiar with this I, comedy? I've seen no. one of his one of his uh, hour specials, I guess, on Netflix. He's very funny. Nate he's just Bergazzi? blown up like the last Nate year. Bergazzi? B a r g a t z e. Man, he is pretty I'm funny. S- I'm so out of it on the on the. What type the of humor scene? does he do? It seems like just kind of regular dad family man humor. With, or I'm I might gonna, be wrong. I'm going to go with look. I'm no comedy expert, but I'm going to go with his style is observational slash deadpan <laughs> humor. And I don't look. I don't. I don't know if somebody that's listening uh, would would uh, refute that. But that's kind of the the vibe that I get from him when I see him do stand up. He's very funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm more familiar with like the old school guys. Like I really, I think I want to go see David Spade. He's mm-hmm. coming to town in March. Yeah, I like to see you know three or four comedy shows a year, and then maybe two or three concerts mm-hmm. if I can like to mix find the right ones. Yeah. And find the right date. I mean, I've told Jason that Judas Priest is coming to MGM uh, in a few months in May. If, I, if he wants a ticket, I could get him a spot in a suite. I'm sure. I'm sure I can pull some strings. Yeah, let's that work that happen. out. Let's make that a party night. I'm sure. So I when could. you lose your tournament, do you extend the play with your cash game? You've done no. that before. I have done that before. So you but just drive home. No. I left. I left the premises within probably 20 minutes. I went and hung out in a lounge for a few minutes. Had a drink. Like a San Pellegrino, not like a real drink, and then hopped in my Matchbox car and <laughs> spent home. What Saturday was, what was, was the, the day, first place prize of that tournament. The first place prize of the tournament that I got busted out of was one hundred forty-three thousand dollars. Yes, I had a buddy who finished thirty ninth. Okay, you took home like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's that's pretty. De- that was for, good for finishing yeah. top forty. That's a pretty decent score. Yeah, Saturday was the day where we had a little bit of snow. Friday night into Saturday. And I remember on Friday night, we were hanging out at some friends' house, and they were like, oh, it's supposed to snow six inches. It was a (laughs) a dusting, but it sucks. It canceled all the activities on Saturday, so I coach my daughter's basketball team. That was canceled. So I was in the house a lot this weekend. That's why I got out yesterday for golf. It's going to get warm, though, boys. It's going to be close to 60, if not 60, on Friday, although it's supposed to rain the Mm. next week, midweek, Wednesday, Thursday. 67. Was it warmer in North Carolina where you were? Yes, it was warmer in North Carolina. It was where did the, you visit? 
It's called Southport, southeast of Wilmington, mm. and it was about 65 to 70. Ooh, very nice. Just beautiful day. I'm going to have to look up this swanky locale. I saw Doug Cameron was apologizing on his Facebook. Oh, he was? Yeah. Because <laughs> of his prediction. Fact, like, I got to do better. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. what a terrible gig it is being a meteorologist. I mean, people just, they always, like, point at you and just point out your shortcomings. And when you miss the forecast, they never laud you. They just, they, they just, they just grill you. you when you miss and you predict four to six inches of snow. And it's like, there's like half an inch. Well, I think his prediction for the year was um, in the 40, 30 to 40 inch range. Okay. And we're way off on that. Yeah, way low. So I, the under. I saw him over the weekend say, I gotta, we got to get about 10 to 12 more inches and then I'm in the vicinity. Okay. So, you know, he wants to be right on his predictions. Yeah. But he's not so even he, close right now. He's kind of, His grasping for snow is kind of like me grasping for the Caps to get the last uh, playoffs. Yeah, oh, you're, both you're grasping. grasping. The East. You're both graspers. <laughs> We're both grasping. Yeah. I like think I, you're I'm, grasping a little bit more like than I'm he is. I'm grasping tonight that the Caps upset the Devils. It's a four-point swing in, in the playoffs. Are they playing chase. at home tonight? It's at Cap 1, yes. At I Cap looked one. at it this morning. I told Cakes, and I saw they're <laughs> eight points out of the last mm-hmm. wildcard spot. Yeah. yeah. That seems like a lot. Now they do have a couple games in hand. Games but even hand. if you games win right both here. of those games in hand, games you're in still hand. four back. <laughs> yeah, but they're not the type of team that's going to go on a run and win five out of six. Most likely, no. They're not Probably that good. Not. I mean, they could surprise me, but I don't no, think they this are. This season's about accomplishments. TJ Oshie, 300th goal. That's right. Yep. So that was big for him. Hey, look, if the Caps do not qualify for the playoffs, let's just have Ovi stay in his heater. Just keep. Racking up that's the what it's about this year is just him getting closer Sadly, and closer. Sadly, that seems like that's what is going to keep people's attention. So what do they have? 50, they've played 53 games. They've got 56 points. Yeah. Cakes is dedicated to the Capitals, though. He's got his beanies. I he's am, got a sticker yeah. on his laptop. That's correct. Yeah. What are the stickers he got on the laptop? Uh, do you banned. have a shark laptop? Uh, my, my daughter gave me a bunch <laughs> of stickers, so I, I dressed up my boring laptop. Most of them are team logos, but do you just some have a shark logos, down there? Some bands that I just, you know, I'm, I'm way too old to be to be into <laughs> that sort of thing. By the way, Jason, I yeah. looked up Southport, North Carolina. It doesn't look like it's that far from uh, Myrtle Beach. It's yeah, because Myrtle Beach is the northernmost part of South Carolina, so it's not that far. I, don't, I mean, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, maybe a little bit longer. I'll never forget mine and Valdez's uh, romantic trip down to <laughs> Beach, South Carolina. It was yeah. fun. We had a good time. We played golf. I watched we, all these stick big lippers in his mouth. We uh, we, we also did the fastest trip in the world we driving back from Myrtle Beach. That is correct. We Cakes, also, Cakes was a lead foot. We also, <laughs> we also brought, yeah, this was a no-no, but we did it. We brought, I think, glass bottle beers down to the Lazy yes. River at the hotel. And we we just mm-hmm. we just Lazy Rivered it around uh, on the inner tubes. Lazy Rivers beers. are silly. Yeah, I can't fantastic. remember. Fantastic. We played golf with listeners, right? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It was for the D- it was for the DC to Myrtle um, yes. right. promo. It was the best hot. part of that promo is the promo included a flight, right. and, then, and, and then they we canceled it. Right, the flight <laughs> fell through. That was like one of the cornerstones of the promotion. Yes. Was hey, get on a bird, fly from DC down to Myrtle. You're there in 45 minutes. I don't know how long the flight takes. Right. And bang, you're out of the golf course. You're you're. Yeah, You're same day. it up with your friends. You're slamming 20 Miller lights. It's a good time had by all until the flights fell through. And then they're like, oh, you have to drive down to Myrtle Beach. Right, that's brutal. Instead. And we said, okay, road trip time. Hopped in the car, sped to Myrtle Beach, did the trip, sped I, back. I think I, I only went because Eric was supposed to go, but he, like, broke his hand. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
and then I weasel my way into the trip. Hey, perfect. It hey, at out. least we had one decent golfer because he had the two worst golfers <laughs> of the bunch in me and Cakes. <laughs> yep, correct. For a golf trip. That's okay. Nobody's keeping the, that close a score when you're playing at, at Myrtle. People are just there to have a good time. Yeah, but getting down to Carolina, it was, it was a, it's about a six-hour trip. Mm-hmm. I broke another land record coming back. Cannonball run, did I like that? I yeah. respect that. Just had to stop once for gas, and I got under six. Got was that yesterday? Un- this impressive. Was, no, this was Friday. So I got back on Friday, but broke another land speed record. That is very impressive. I mean, when you, when it's 70 for most of your trip, well, I mean, then you, I'm going 80, you cruise go, control. I think you can go 84 to 86 and not get pulled over. <laughs> In a well, I, I, I didn't do that. I, uh, I maybe, usually hit 80. Maybe 80. Yeah. Well, maybe, when you get into Virginia, you can't oh go. Oh, yeah. Virginia's no joke. Maybe like, in Carolina. Once, uh, trust me, I've learned over the years, Virginia, you don't mess around. You don't mess around like in Emporia, Virginia. Like, even when you're close, when you're at like Emporia, you're like 10 or 12 miles from the Carolina border. Right. You want to open it up? No, just hold on. Then you get to North and South Carolina. I'm convinced that they either A, don't have state troopers, or mm-hmm. B, they just don't, they care, don't care if you speed in their states. Yeah. And then you can just go wide freaking open and just 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 speed away. Just have a good in time. In North Carolina, it. I was just go, I was wide open. Right. Just in fact, it. when I was going down there, this was just around Richmond. Mm-hmm. I was going I was cruising at about 84, 85. Okay. And out of nowhere, I cuz I'm pretty good at at seeing the road sure. and and noticing where cops are. Right. Paying attention. And out of nowhere, this cop state trooper <laughs> was right behind me. Oh. Okay. I mean, like, I so like, stressful. I, I didn't even know where he, like he came from. You, he just Your heart take, starts beating you know, fast. Yeah. So he, I, he was in stealth mode on So you. I slowed down. I didn't break. Yeah. Because I think if you break, that's just a telltale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, just, I just, just play it cool. I hit the cruise off and yeah. then, you know, slowly started to slow right. down. But he got off on the next exit. He could have right. easily gotten me for sure. about 85, 84 to yeah. 85 yeah. miles per hour. Yeah. But he had to go home. Right. Thank God. Good. But once you get into Carolina, you can just cruise. Yeah. It's it. It's carte blanche. You do whatever you want. So what else is going on? Matt, Matt, what's going on? What's going on in your in your lives? How was the three-day weekend for you? It was good. I spent it with my uh, parents. My mom just t- turned 69. Very oh. good. Happy yeah. birthday, Mama Myers. Yeah. Mama Valdez. Nice Happy job. Happy birthday to you. Was that a uh, in-house dinner? Or did you guys go out? Um, <laughs> my... In-house. My uh-huh. dad made dinner. Uh-huh. My dad is not a good cook. Oh, oh really? No. It's yeah. trouble. It's, a, it's, hard, it's hard to lie to someone mm. when um, when they make a crappy meal. Well, I mean, he didn't even attempt just to, like, to grill. I mean, that's usually no. the dad no, default. No, 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 no. Grill he made, something. He and... made this um, shrimp pasta thing. Uh, this shrimp pasta dish. Tried to do, like, a shrimp scampi type deal. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was caked in cheese. <laughs> I mean... And butter, cheese, yeah. it was the worst. It was the worst meal in the world. The, oh. the shrimp, the shrimp was unseasoned mm. and was Rubble. chewy. And so it was just so a terrible meal. It was bad, and yeah. you had to act like it was good. Yes, yeah. and then I could, I could read the look on my mom's face. She okay. was very appreciative that yeah. he made the birthday dinner. Sure, but you know we had to lie through our teeth. Yeah. And then basically uh, at nighttime, I uh, as I'm getting ready for bed, I said good night. That that wasn't that good, was it? She goes, no, it was awful. <laughs> but nobody actually told. But nobody told. Nobody him. told Bob. Yeah. Nobody but this will get. This will get know. back. This will get back to him. Sure. This is my way of telling. Hey, him. you know what? It, it it'll save him time and effort in the future. Now he'll never do it again. 
I would guess. Well, did he, when he was eating it, could could you tell if he enjoyed it or, or was he well, just kind of lukewarm? My dad, my dad would eat anything, right, yeah. so he didn't really care. <laughs> he didn't really care. The number one, you can't experiment on on holidays or big meals. Yeah, you have you, to stick to what you know, especially if you're cooking for somebody else. Yeah, right. yeah you got to do right. that. You, right. you, if you're not a great cook, you cook a hamburger, yeah, or cheeseburgers <laughs> yeah, just, or steaks or whatever. Exactly. You can't mess around on holidays. Grill some chicken breasts, birthdays. you know, marinate uh, it. It's easy. Our excuse for not eating as much is uh, it, it's so rich. I can't have too much. It's so, uh, so rich. So rich, right. Yeah. Instead, mm-hmm. you substitute a rich in for bad. Yeah. <laughs> is the way you approached it. Well, that sucks. Uh, you know what? I'll give your dad credit. He, 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 he made tried. an effort. He, yeah. he, he gave tried. it the old college try. It didn't quite work out. There's a reason why he doesn't cook. Yeah. All right. Well, for number 70, you guys are going out. You tell dad, you know, we're going out for dinner. There you have it. That's probably the move. For, for 70. If 70 yeah, is a big say, one. Say, uh, Pops, you botched this shrimp scampi for uh, birthday 69, number 70. We're going to step up. Yeah. Go out to the nicest place in the Dina, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. Texas Roadhouse. Go to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Don't they have, like, the cinnamony butter that you put on the rolls? Is that yes. correct? Yeah, yeah. So good. I don't think I've ever been to a Texas Roadhouse. I bet it's been a while I've been there. Mm. Don't even know where is there elite. is one. Yeah, the, the sweet butter on the oh, rolls is sweet just butter just so sounds. good. Sounds amazing. Joe Pot's so good. Yeah. It sounds like the total opposite of the uh, NBA All-Star weekend. When we come back, oh, we'll get it. I didn't watch much of it, but well, I didn't watch any of the All-Star game, thank God. Right. I, I, when I saw the final score, I couldn't believe it. You guys have to break it down for me. I'm sure JP well, watched some yeah, of it. Yeah, this guy is going to break it down for you. Because I watch as much NBA All-Star weekend as I watch C-SPAN. And if you, yeah, I know you don't watch C-SPAN. Yeah, so, there you have it. But I, but just based on reading some of the stories about the the actual game, you're gonna have to break it down for me, JP. But were they literally just standing there on defense and not guarding anybody? That's usually that's usually the way it works in the All Star. Short answer, pretty correct. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way they do things. Yeah, they don't care. All right, so we'll get into that next and coming up later on the show. Barry's Verluga, Washington Post sports columnist. He will join us coming up at nine. And we touched on the Caps earlier. We'll. Do a deeper dive with our pal Joe Beninati. He is the Caps play-by-play voice on Monumental Sports Network. He'll join the show coming up at 9.40. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to The Junks. Don't forget, Barry's Verluga will join us coming up at 9 a.m. Lots to talk about in the local D.C. sports scenes. We'll talk to him at 9. Joe Beninati at 9.40. But the NBA All-Star Game used to be something like all of us would look forward to, especially the skills competition, the actual game. The games used to be competitive, and we'll get to the game. The whole weekend is a joke, and I didn't watch any of it, Cakes. I actually had a date night on Mm -hmm. Saturday, and I used to to really look forward to the dunk contest and the three-point contest. Mm -hmm. And I just had no interest. Mac McClung won it again. But I wanted to rewind even before that. They do make it this huge weekend, mm-hmm. and there's a celebrity game. And Micah Parsons won the MVP. And I happened to see some highlights of that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know these YouTubers. I don't know who these people are that are so-called celebrities. Let me go through. Yeah. Can you well, get your you, buzzer how are you supposed to and know ding ready? A bunch of YouTubers. Yeah. I mean, Some people know. Like My Mr. daughters know like them. I guarantee it. Mr. Beast playing or Brad Owen, who's a poker vlogger on YouTube that I follow. I'm not. I wouldn't know any of them. Okay, but tell me if you know right. any. How many of these celebrities you know from okay. the celebrity game? All right, start with Micah Parsons. Sure. IndyCar Series driver Connor Daly. Drabby probably knows. I'm going to say no, but I mean, the Indy All- Car Series. The All Star Game is in Indy, so I understand the kind nod why they put to, them you know, there, like yeah. it is Indy 500, a huge event, you know, like in that town. So I that makes sense. Actor Quincy Isaiah. Nope, mm, yeah, can't help. I'm gonna go no there. Seattle Storm guard Jewel Lloyd. Streamer. <laughs> This guy won Streamer of the Year. I looked him Unless up. Unless it's Ninja. Streamer I don't Kai Sinat. I I have heard the name. I mean, he's mega famous. So I, don't I know, know, but do you watch his stuff? No, but I know who he is. I see his stuff all the time. I don't. I've never seen anything that he's produced. Mm-mm. Actor Dylan Wang. Nope. going to have to go no I, I might recognize his face. YouTuber and TV host Lily Singh. Uh, you know what this tells me? Have we and, talked about her before? The NBA, like, they just can't get ce- real can't get celebrities to, go, yeah. or, to come and play in their Or game. these are real celebrities and we're out of touch. Singer-songwriter, Sir. Country singer, Walker Hayes. And Latin singer, Anuel A.A. All right, now on the, the coach of that team was uh, Shannon Sharp. Okay, I, I okay, do I know, know him. I know, I do know that Stephen person. A. Smith was the coach of the other team. Here we go. Okay. Actress... An artist, Jennifer Hudson. Okay, I know her. Meta World Peace. No, definitely know. You even know his old name. You know Meta World Peace. (laughs) Hold Hold on, on. you're not remembering. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. (laughs) It took me a second to track there, but okay, my brain's still semi-functional. Basketball entertainer, Jack Ryan. (laughs) 
I know, I know the fictional character Jack I know, Ryan. I've seen Patriot Games. I've seen Clear and Present Danger. I've seen all of those. I haven't watched the third season of Jack Ryan. It's probably been out forever. I saw it. It's 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 pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. I watched the pretty, first two. Pretty what good is, product on Prime what Video. What does Jack Ryan do when they say, oh, he's a street ball player? <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's a street ball player. Uh, CJ Stroud. All right. Definitely know him. Chef Kwame Anwachi. <laughs> no, but I'm, sh- I'm sure he made a better shrimp dish than Valdez's dad did for his Phoenix mom. Mercury Guard Natasha Cloud. Nope. Content creator Tristan Jass. Mm, no. he, I He's saw the highlights. Player. He scored like 30 points. He does trick shots, and he's just blown up. Okay. You're aware of him, uh, Drabby? Yeah, he's big on social media for basketball. I, I, I basketball. do recognize this guy, yeah. I, I didn't. I've seen a couple um, things Musician about. Adam Blackstone. No. An that's Olympic no. high jump champion, high Gianmarco Tamberi. Well, I mean, that's clearly no. So they start off with that. Then you have All-Star Weekend on Saturday with the three-point contest, the dunk contest, and they had... Curry versus, um, how do you pronounce her name, Inescu? Inescu. Inescu. Yeah. And watching the highlights, that one looked good. Although, Kenny Smith got a lot of criticism. I don't know, Valdez, if you can find the audio of Kenny Smith afterwards. So, she lost by two points. She scored 26 points, which would have won or at least tied the three-point contest with the men. All right. well, she's a baller. So I mean, Damian Lillard won that. She's a great player. So Damian Willard, uh, Lillard won the the three-point contest mm-hmm. with 26 points. She scored 26 points against Curry, lost in the head-to-head because he hit his last shot. So all that. Okay? Yeah. So that was exciting. And then Kenny Smith went into a whole thing and got all this <laughs> criticism about how she should have <laughs> shot from the women's three-point line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She did okay yeah, from the men. She did great. Why? What, is, what does it matter? Like, who cares? It's just something to talk about. It's, yeah, to, it's filling guess, time. Sure, I guess. That's what it is. They, you know what? Kenny Smith knows. He knows the weekend as a whole is a farce. And he's just, he's just trying to come up with some sort of talking point, I guess. And yeah. then they have the dunk contests. And I went back and watched all the dunks. Um, Jalen Brown was trying to do some homages like he did an homage to Dominique Wilkins. Mm-hmm. The broadcast missed the dunk. Yeah. Because oh, they, they were like showing some sort of highlight. <laughs> and then he did a D Brown, you know, when D Brown did his Covered dunk. His, yep. Except he did it with a twist, like somebody was holding the ball. I think it was Kai Sinat held the ball and he got it. Then he did the dunk. Mm-hmm. But he did this after he like landed. He did the, <laughs> the you know the blindfolding himself after he landed. Well, here's the thing about so the, then the, Mac McClung won again, and he's an amazing dunker. Yeah, he's basically not in the NBA. He plays in the G League. I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Now, what he can do physically, the way he can get off the floor, is ridiculous. All right, so I mean, he, he jumped he, over Shaq. He's clearly the best dunker in terms of how high he can get up. Every dunk's been done a hundred million times, yeah. so that's all they do now is just try and jump over the tallest guy. He jumped over Shaq. Well, he his twist was he did kind of the the windmill, the the backwards windmill, but was pretty impressive. So he, he jumps over Shaq, then basically did an alley oop to himself in he, the he, air. He, he drops it, the ball, catches yeah. it, and then dunks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty sick. 
Well, no, he's unbelievable. But, but he's again, not in the NBA. But he's not in the NBA. And was he in the NBA last year when he won it? Or was he I think he played League? a couple games. I don't think he had been he in the NBA. He signed the Sixers right before the dunk contest. But oh, Obi Toppin's little brother was in it. He's not in the NBA. Right. What was the most embarrassing was the judging. Like, they, it was like Mitch Richmond and um, Dominique Wilkins. They'd bring him out every year. Some uh-huh. dude named, like, Darnell Hillman, I think, old dunker or something like that. Just, it was so, the, the nubs dunks, they were given 49s. The great dunks, they were given 46s. It, it felt rigged, to be honest with you. Like, they were trying to push Jalen Brown into the final because he was the biggest name. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was really bad. Yeah, most most of the dunks had been done before. But they they were missing like they missed the Jalen Brown dunk. Mm-hmm. Just it, the whole broadcast was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and then they have the All Star Game, which Cake said, you know, we grew up watching it, and even fifteen twenty years ago, there was really good competition. Like I wonder what LeBron thinks because I think he was part of games where guys went at it, but it has devolved to the point where, look, he won the MVP. And he made at least two of them. Yeah. But Damian Lillard was pulling up from the half-court line. Mm-hmm. They, they're making the game a farce. <laughs> yes. Because back I mean, in the 80s and 90s, when you watch these games, they were trying hard to win. And They were. They were trying to win the games. It's just a three-point contest. I think Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. scored 31 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, it's just kind of like the way the league is now in general. I mean, no one's playing defense, and if you score 120 in a game, that's you have an, that's an average offensive output. I was telling Jason during the break, you could probably Google it and see it, but Luca and the Joker ran a fast break where they were basically playing patty cake <laughs> down the court, not even catching the ball, just patting it back and forth <laughs> to each other. Yeah, that's like a like a. A rec league coach's dream. They love that. Ball, so no, I don't know. Touch the ground here. I don't know what they can do. Look, the Pro Bowl gave up, right? The Pro Bowl yes, went from punted. Sean Taylor delivering bone crushing hits mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a joke. So they just called it quits. And they did uh, flag football this year and right. skills competitions. I think eventually you're going to see the same thing happen. The NBA All Star Game. It used to be competitive. I, I I think because it was so bad, NBA TV showed an old All Star Game, and I happened to see the ending, or maybe I saw it on Twitter. I don't know where I saw it, but it was Kobe Bryant and Stephon Marbury going at it at the end of the game. Yeah. And it looked like a game seven of the NBA finals. Like they were going at it. Mm -hmm. And now they literally stand around so that somebody can dribble down the court, then bounce it so that LeBron can come in for a dunk or they throw it off the backboard for an alley-oop or it's just three pointers after three pointers. I might be wrong with the number, but. It was something like 169 three-pointers were attempted in the game. I think think about that. Wow. I think I'm speaking for all of us except for maybe Mike Marr, maybe even for him too. We've all officially aged out of any sort of all-star game, whether it's NHL, <coughs> NBA, NFL Pro Bowl. I mean, but, but even baseball mainly for kids. Baseball used to have interesting matchups like Especially when they didn't, when the National League and American League didn't play each other regularly, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, "Ooh, get to see Randy Johnson against right. you know whoever." Let's say who moved to the National League, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, "Oh, Randy Johnson against Ken Griffey Jr." Right. 
Yeah, they were good matchups. And I don't even know where it turned in the NBA All-Star game because back in the 80s and early 90s, you might have 250 points scored total. Right. Now you're getting close to 400 points. Right. And do they still do that weird rule at the end in the fourth quarter? No, they got rid of that. That actually okay. made it somewhat interesting a few years ago. I mean, 95% of the game was a mm-hmm. joke, but with the Elam ending, teams competed in the final few minutes. Yeah. But this is just <clears> another... <throat> Uh, mark on Adam Silver's career, in <laughs> right. my opinion. Like he's, oh, he's just getting dragged on Twitter worst. so hard. Like the NBA community, I think likes him, right? If but he just gets dominated by the players. The mm-hmm. players do whatever they want. Right. He bends over backwards sure. for him. David Stern's rolling over in his grave, <laughs> sure for handing it off to this bum. <laughs> <laughs> the, the load management, the lack of physicality, yeah. the tampering. Just the, the goof. It's just a goofball league at this point. Like nothing is taken seriously. I get it, it's an all star game, but Luka Doncic shot a, like a seventy five foot shot with forty seconds left in the half. There was it was a total farce. I can't imagine paying five dollars to witness that whole right. thing. I mean, I, it's it's shocking right. that the arena is full. It's full. It's just, people go out there and they people, watch that it's dribble. It's an event. I understand why people are drawn to it because the NBA superstars are there, but don't expect to see any sort of competitive game first and foremost and certainly don't expect to see a good dunk contest because that ship has officially sailed well don't discredit what what mcclung does it's he's just he's mcclung but when when he's not even really in the league like that's yes. a huge problem like adam silver should be going to these guys and saying we need superstars at the dunk contest i can't have a fringe nba g the, leaguer dominating the, the dunk because contest. mcclung is, is a better dunker than i mean like do you remember when I'm forgetting which Barry. Brent Barry won yes, Brent. the contest. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Yeah. Whatever. He jumped from the foul line, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, but how long ago but he was would, that? McClung yeah. would crush him. McClung would beat yeah, McClung, almost everybody. He'd probably beat Blake Griffin. I mean, he, he's, he's got a 50-inch vertical. Problem I mean, is, stupid. how many jerseys has Mac McClung sold? Ten? Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to the game, I just did the math. It was 168 three-pointers attempt. Right. And I heard about, yeah, Luca's thing. I did see, these guys are so skilled. Um, there was a clip, this wasn't in the game, of Luca just goofing around, shooting half-court shots, but shooting them as, like, the highest you could. And he made two in a row. Like, you should see the clip. I'll show you during the break. It's unbelievable, but the game is a farce. It right seems there. like they <laughs> Luca they try the and just game. and just no. I love. I mean, but Dame Lillard hits half quarters cakes like yeah. you hit layup. They try. <laughs> they try and score more points than the previous year. Sure, that's what it's come down that's to. Always I don't move. understand why when they play in like the Drew League in the summertime, they compete so hard to prove a, you know who's better. Right but in the All Star game in front of a worldwide audience, it's a layup fest, right. a dunk fest. It <laughs> yeah. makes no sense. To yeah. Me. <laughs> You're terribly vexed about the NBA well, All-Star just game. Annoyed, beyond annoyed. All right, when we come back, we will talk about the passing of a Terps legend over the weekend. We'll get into that next here on The Fan. So, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bad news over the weekend, Lefty Drizel passes at the age of 92. And, I mean, he's just a local hoops legend. I mean, the guy won 786 games, I believe, in his career. Yep. 786 and 394 on his career. When he retired, he was the fourth winningest NCAA Division I men's basketball college coach. Obviously, we remember him from his stint at Maryland. He also... I think he's the only coach in college basketball history to have 100 wins at four different schools. Yeah. Like, so the guy, I mean, the guy won wherever he wherever went. Wherever he went. Whether it was Georgia State, Madison, Davidson, yep. or Maryland. Uh, I'm a huge impact on college coaching, huge impact on the Maryland program, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, had, you used to go to a lot of games life. as a kid, Jason. Went to ton. Because I'll I, say, lefty, I, you know, it, it, it's not before our time. But I was an early college basketball fan, and my the first team that I really liked was Georgetown. I don't know, maybe I was just mm-hmm. jumping aboard the winner. Right. Um, I liked them before Patrick came there, but I liked Georgetown more than I liked Maryland as a kid for mm-hmm. some reason, and I ended up going to Maryland. Um, so I knew Lefty in like the Len Bias years, mm-hmm. uh, Adrian Branch. They had some really good players, but I didn't follow his career that much. Yeah, I mean, I would, I was. I remember the first game I went to was probably 1980 mm-hmm. when they were playing UCLA. And UCLA had a great team. Rod right. Foster was one of their uh, guards. And, you know, they had a kind of, I can't remember the, the forward they had who played in the NBA. Uh, but anyway, so they were ranked number one in the country. And they came to Cole, beat Maryland. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the first games I watched because my mom was a huge Maryland fan and she right. would take me to games. And then in 1981, which was Adrian Branch's freshman year, Adrian Branch was one of the best players to to play at Maryland. Mm-hmm. He beat Ralph Sampson uh, and UVA with a a free throw jumper at the buzzer. I think the final score was forty seven forty six. It was a really low scoring game, and I remember storming the court because <laughs> everyone stormed the court, and I stormed the court. Court storm when I was eleven years you. old. Look at you! And I went up to Adrian Branch. I gave him a high five. Right. Um, you're probably already six foot when yeah. you're 11. He's probably I can't like, what is this kid, a walk-on? <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, Look who's this, this kid? Tall, look at this tall kid. And then, um, tall, lanky kid. And then obviously, you know, Bias comes, and Bias and Branch in 1984 was just a great year when they beat Duke in the ACC championship, mm-hmm. and then they ended up going to the NCAA tournament, played David Robinson and Navy, beat them, lost to Villanova in the Sweet 16. But, yeah, I mean, lefty. He was. He had such a personality, man. He was really good for basketball. He was just a local legend. I remember in 1986, his last year, I was working Maryland's basketball camp, mm-hmm. um, and we went to easy paycheck. Easy well, paycheck, but it wasn't a lot. I probably made. Oh, I'm sure. I probably made fifty bucks for the I'm week. Sure it was <laughs> meager. Yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> and I remember we got a ride to the the original Lido's was right down the street from Maryland okay. in Langley Park. Yeah, we went down there. And we had lunch. You know, we had got an hour lunch break or forty five yeah. minute lunch break. Went down there was me and a couple other guys, and Lefty walked in. Okay, and you know he ordered his food. Sure, and then our our ride left us. Okay, for some reason, 
just ditched you. So he got stuck at Lido. He got stuck at Lido's and left. He said, "That's all right, boys. Come on in. I'll get you back." Right. He he gave us a ride back. Wow. Look at that. He gave us a ride back to Cole. Didn't know you had that uh, that sort of uh, relationship with Lefty. And he's he was just awesome. I mean, I only got to talk to him a few times, but hundred percent, he was a local legend, and he um, it'd be interesting to see how he would deal with the NIL and the portal now because he would go out and he was a great recruiter. Mm -hmm. I mean, a great recruiter. And I mean, he recruited Moses Malone to Maryland, and then he goes pro. He goes pro, right. He's boned lefty. But um, he, yeah, he was just fun. He was fun to watch, and uh, it was sad. But 92 is a great run, man. That is a great run. Amazing run. He also introduced Midnight Madness. That was lefty's deal. Yep. Although that I saw him thing. credit George Raveling, who I guess was on his staff, okay. for maybe coming up with the idea. He's a great storyteller. I saw yeah. his mm-hmm. Hall of Fame speech over the weekend, and he had John Thompson there and Raveling, and I think Coach K maybe introduced him. And he's just such a good storyteller. I think he said when he was recruiting Moses Malone, people thought he left his wife because he, he said he was there for a week, and he said he would have been there for two weeks if, if that's what it took. Yeah. Um. So that that nineteen when I I was talking about the UCLA game that nineteen eighty team, uh, Vandeweghe was on that team. Rod Foster, um, Jamal Wilkes or James Wilkes was on that. Jamal Wilkes mm-hmm. and then uh, who was the other kid? Michael Horton was a great, great guard. Darren when was Day. lefty done at Maryland? Was it eighty six? Yeah, remember after yeah. the bias thing, he he resigned and then he um, I think he took a job. Then he went to Madison. Yeah, he went to Madison, but didn't he take a job? Didn't he stay with he the, took the position Terps? as an assistant athletic director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went to James uh, Madison '88. So yeah, that was. I mean, that was a sad time too. 1986. Oh, tremendously sad. Yeah. The, the, in the wake of the Len Bias tragedy. But Lefty was great. Lefty was awesome, and uh, that's a great run. '92. '92. He had it, a yeah. huge impact for for especially high school players in this area who would love to go watch the Terps play. Yeah, and his, and, and his they, record at, at Maryland was 348 and 159. 68% winning percentage. I'll, you know what? I'll, give him, I'll round him up to 69. 68.6. And that, those those branch bias years, man, they were really good because those two kids could really play. Man, they were awesome. I was hoping to get Branch on the show. Branch used to work for ESPN, covered mm-hmm. college hoops, doesn't do it anymore. I think he lives in Texas, but um, I'm sure he's got great stories. So how, how did Bob Wade follow Lefty? Was that? I mean, did Lefty coach at all after bias, or did the pressure no. mount so much that summer that? No, at Maryland he was done, and um, and Bob Wade, you know, he was a great high great school, high school coach. Dunbar, like Baltimore, Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore Dunbar, area high Dun, school coach, yeah. Dunbar, Dunbar, Baltimore, and he had you know great teams there. Then he came in, and um, you know, he it was tough for him because of the whole transition, and um, NCAA was doing some investigating. Uh, on the bias thing with cocaine, and it was just a bad time. Yeah, the Bob Wade era, very forgettable at Maryland, 36 yeah. and 50. I yeah, want to say my freshman year. He was just a stopgap. EB and I used to go to a ton of games, mm-hmm. and I want to say my freshman year we won one ACC game. It was brutal well, with Bob the Wade. The went 9 and 20 that year. Yeah. Yeah, 1 and 13 in the ACC. I told you we won one ACC game. His ACC <laughs> record, 7 and 35. But then our yeah. sophomore year. Um, Gary took over and, you know, just changed everything. Right, of course. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't immediate in terms of success. They couldn't even go to the tournament. But 
just Gary's presence walking in the arena was so different. Mm-hmm. Fist pump. Yeah, those are some <laughs> great years too. But um, I know, I know that it was, it was a great a run for Lefty. I, I just don't remember. I don't remember Lefty <clears> doing <throat> the 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 victory with it. I don't remember him doing this walking off the court. I know he did it because I, I yeah. see it on his wiki, but I. It, I just didn't watch a ton of Terps games back yeah, in like the early eighties. You you weren't into to the Terps until the I mean I watched basically some, but it until wasn't like Gary got there. Right. Yeah. Right. I grew up on it, man. I was anti Georgetown forever. I was pro I was always pro Terps. Pro yeah. And I don't know. For some reason Georgetown was my squad. I mean, as I a kid. Just, I can understand why. I mean they were great. And they yeah. had great players, but um going to Cole in the eighties was awesome. I love Gene Smith on defense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Those are great teams. David Wingate. But um, RIP to, to Lefty. Yeah. And uh, 92 is a great run. And um, I know Feinstein will have some uh, stories about Lefty on Friday. Certainly. So pour some out for Lefty Drizelle tonight. Passes away at the age of 92 over the weekend. What a life. What a career. For him. When we come back, we will talk about another local team. We'll talk about the Nationals, the latest on their sale, or maybe not a sale. We'll get you the latest on that next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.